Geek Shock. Geek Shock. So, Greco, or whatever his name is, Grillo, Frank Grillo. There we go. Killing Frank Grillo. That's, that's the name of his new album. Oh, okay. He's getting to that Canadian rock that all the kids love. Ooh. They're by, that's by the uh, five-shot ray gun, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's five-shot ray gun. It's uh, They only do 70s covers, but all in the style of Nickelback. So Five-shot ray gun so is my dead Kennedy's cover band. <laughs> oh. Everybody talk, everybody talk. All at once. No, everybody talks. That's, that's, a whole diff- that's a whole different band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everybody talks. Huh? Dead noise, dead mouse. Dead Ladies noise, dead and mouse. gentlemen, presenting Everybody Talks. And I think Animal Collective, I think that's the name of the band. Yeah. Animal Collective in my soup. Lions and Tigers loop de loop. That is the song I'm referring to. That's a wow. spot on. Good job. Nice. I have no idea what he was talking about there. Oh. They didn't have it in Canada. Of course not, young man. No. Welcome to Geek Shock number 436. I am Master Torgo. Commander K. Fact check Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk Week and Geek, and Matt is deep in his yeah, he's, he's phone got, game. There's a timing thing to it. He has to, he has to kill them all before it recycles at some point. Ah, so, yeah, so, so once why, it's begun, That's why he won't stop. Kill them all. Yeah. Hey, man, I get it. Yeah. I've been playing Marvel Puzzle Quest Ooh. for at least four or five years. Wow. Daily. And the game I'm playing right now is Marvel Strike Force. And you make fun of my Pokemon Go, <laughs> which at least updates a lot. <laughs> which involves some walking. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You, 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 Jeez. You, you have definitely made a better choice than I. I. I've said to a couple people, the thing I like about Pokemon Go, despite, the, you know, on top of the fact I like playing a game, is that. Even if I didn't play the game, I'd keep the app on there because I find cool shit with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what? I'm wandering around campus when the one time I actually went out and played mm-hmm. Pokemon Go on the UNLV campus. Yeah. Just art installation to art installation. Yep, it was exactly. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But some of the some of the um, Pokemarts or whatever it was are like a park bench. Like someone tagged it and made it and you're like looking around like But a it's a that's a cool tag. <laughs> let's let's get that straight. It's not just like like Steve was here. There's some that did like like the actual thing that it refers to have disappeared where they've torn down the building or they've taken away the artwork. And there's oh, wow. one Pokestop that's down by uh That's what it is, Pokestop, not yeah. Pokemart, yeah. yeah. I know what you meant. <laughs> no. We didn't correct you. There's there's one Pokestop I know disappeared that was near uh near our place. It was uh and every church is one. A that stop. A lot of them are. Yeah, that little mini mart. Uh, that little mini mart you. down by uh, by the bottom of the uh, Pecos, or no? Uh, a mini mart at Pecos had a uh, not not stop? Pecos, not Pecos. Um, uh, anyways, it's it's around the corner from Mount us. Vista there were there were stacked Russell. rocks there, and the stacked rocks went away. And one of the updates, it just they took the, took the stop away. Oh, Some, so they have people checking on these apparently, things? Apparently, I didn't or realize. Probably, probably reports. Uh, I, probably I, comes I reports. think it's more likely the owner of the store said, get that fucking Pokestop off of my store. I don't like the people sitting in my parking lot. <laughs> I've got three spots to park in. Well, a lot of that a lot of that mapping out of the whole world was done by the Ingram players, was it not? That's true. Yes. Yeah, so that was the, the map. All the, all the foundation was there for the Pokemon game. Same company, right? Yeah. Doesn't okay. Now yeah. that you mentioned the churches, I actually remember I was I have a I'm I'm still holding on to a Pokestop in uh in uh Goldfield, one of the churches. It's like three blocks off of the main drag. I don't know if that'll ever get taken. I may be there forever. Maybe it's because of the Pokemon Go infrastructure. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm surprised there has not been any augmented reality game to even come close to matching it in any kind of buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people can see every time people see me playing it, they go, you're, you're the one playing that. I'm like, somebody else is playing it because they keep making updates. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's certainly popular enough to be turning a profit still. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's turning a profit, they're going to be fine. Yeah. That game's going to be around forever. Oh, they the latest- win it. What was it, 2016 summer or 2015? 16. 16. I remember I was at a park uh, near my house Mm -hmm. at 2 a.m. in the morning. There was at least 40 other people. Yep. This is at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, just walking around. Yeah, for for one summer, the the parks in Vegas were relatively safe in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, it was full of nerds instead of... uh, It was the summer of Pokemon Go. That's right. Demon Hunter. Yeah. Demon Hunter. That should be the next augmented reality game. I know they were working on a... (laughs) I know they were working on a Ghostbuster one. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Just just walk around with your your app and your your hunting ghosts or demons or something. Ghost hunter. Well, the same app. summer the Pokemon yeah. Go was big. Frankie was playing again. She didn't play it for very long, but it was um it was a zombie game. It was a zombie survival game, but it was um it was like audio, so you'd listen to it and and you'd hear the zombies coming. You have to run. Run zombies. That's yeah. the name of that. Okay. One. Yeah, that one's still popular. Yeah, because it's, it's it's hey, if you can gamify fitness, you at least have my attention. I yeah. might not play it, but you have my attention. Okay, so your phone, you turn on the camera. This mm-hmm. is the only setback because it'll drain your battery. Oh, this is your design. Yeah, you okay. turn on your camera, but it it'll it'll have a filter, so it's all green and black, like infrared. Okay, ah. and then you're just scoping around. And then stuff pops out of your closet. <laughs> Ghosts maybe come up through your floor. I think they've done that game. I think they made it for the Nintendo DS when they were playing around with augmented reality. Oh, wow. Where, right. Yeah, you were ghost hunting around, and ghosts would come right around the corner through a doorway. It would recognize dark spaces and put ghosts from there. Well, mm. they owe me money. Yes, they do. Yeah. Years after the fact. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Retroactive synchronicity? Yeah. yeah. No, plagiarism. <laughs> Retroactive plagiarism, those guys. It's like the person that invented the Matrix story. Mm. I always oh. like the whole Pokemon Go commercial. Because it, it was like guys like hiking up Mat- Machu Picchu, like to get them for a Charizard. And like that. Dude, that's the only place you can buy a good, get, get a good car- Charizard. Yeah. Oh, Charizard's everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I must live the... when they realized no one was going up Machu Picchu. Right. I must live in a shady part of town because it's all Rattatas and yeah, Grimers. Rattatas are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Rattatas are around like, just like rats. They'd put the, the car I, caught, I caught a Rattata in, in my apartment complex. Sure. No, Wait this, a second. That, uh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, It wasn't purple, though. Gentlemen, what geeky things to do this week? Oh, that's another idea. Oh, yeah. STD. Ultimate reality. Augmented reality. Oh, do tell. You like just hold your... Hold your uh, camera, camera over your bits and pieces. <laughs> Another reason to take selfies. Uh, and yeah. and, and it, it, it has like a sore or something, and you have to get the right ointment to put it oh, on. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. And if you don't do it for a couple days, it comes back. Sure. You know? Gross. Yeah, I'm going to go no on and, that one. And if you if you sit too close to someone else with their, phone, with their app on, you can give them the disease. You know you, what? You know what? This is actually a sellable idea. <laughs> 
I'm not saying it's a good idea. It's a sellable. The idea. sellable part of this is that it's really a way to like get people to take pictures of their junk and and, and hijack their phone and put their junk online. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I I never said that you actually take the pictures. Or yeah, use it doesn't the video. matter. If it's looking at your thing, it's taking the picture. It's always watching. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Pruitt in a in his desk and just looking at those pictures. Yeah, that's great. STD the app. Actually, I thought no, that's not great. <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> what? That's better Somebody. than the alternative. Somebody must have made an app or made a game that's basically like trying to organize your life and trying to, to, to resource management on, on things like food and savings and that sort of things. Yeah, I think it's would called actually, The Sims. Yeah, well, the, but one word actually like, like The Sims is, is, is not real enough. You need to actually have oh. real world applications. It would actually teach you how to, you know, adult. You know, there's been a few kind of like that. But I don't think it goes so deep yeah. as to fully teach you adult. You need, but you, you but need even adulting. like, but there was a, I can't even remember. There was a game that was put out by I think it was Sierra Online in the eighties. Yeah, but there was were a board boring. game. Yeah, you need one that's fun. <laughs> you need a game called Adulting that's as fun as Pokemon Go. It your phone? Yeah, it's called Tinder. Constantly, <laughs> it would uh, be constantly on on your phone. So like, you'd walk by the grocery store and it would give you a notification. You need to buy eggs. Right. Buy salad. But you should you should be out of apples by now. Buy more you salad, know? but not Romaine buy lettuce. a movie if theater. you not eat another apple. And it's like burr, burr. Michael wants you to see the quiet place. And you're like, Oh shit, I gotta go see the quiet place. I would uninstall this app so fast. Mm. I, I don't need that kind of stress. You get in your car, <laughs> burr, burr. you need to get gas. Get well, gas. Well, yeah, I, I know. I just saw the thing. You don't have to tell me what I know. I can yeah, see it. That's you, yes. You, and you yell at the app. And you grab Dude, like a soda. You, it's you, like, you, me, me, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're just looking at your phone. You're like, leave me alone. Have you're not the boss of me. Oh, oh. And the app is called Virtual Nagging Spouse. You know? And it's like, <laughs> you need to get anger management class. <laughs> 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 No, don't hit me. No. Beep, beep. What are you doing? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Beep, beep. Don't upgrade. No. Beep, beep. Dialing 911 right now. It's got really oh, you're dark. upgrading. That is phone abuse. Beep, beep. <laughs> Please don't get the younger, hotter model. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Bow, bow. Yeah, so Jeff's gone this week. Jeff's gone next week. Is he? Yeah. Didn't know what that. What, you got, like a life? This, no, this, this week he's got to work, so yeah, I guess life. And next week he's going to go back to Universal Studios, so yeah, I guess life. Oh, okay. We'll come back with reports from Universal Studios. Yeah, it's a very tough he'll come, life. He'll come back with a report from Universal yeah. Studios. But so that'll be the, the next VIP episode. the VIP experience he didn't get to go through because the park shut down earlier right. or whatever. Jeff, if you're listening, I hope it's shut down again. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> he isn't. I think he is. He actually, I think he he listens to the ones he's not on. Yeah, because he, he wants does. to know what the hell we're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think he does. Rained mm. out. That, that doesn't explain why we explain the whole uh, Bain uh, Capital thing over again. A fine point. Yeah, a fine point. Oh, burn! And Jeff's never gonna know that Andy right. did this, or will he? <laughs> Andy said shit about you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, this Watch is our dramatic tension. Yeah. <laughs> So, gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? Deja vu. I made up a whole bunch of new phone apps. Yes, you did. It was Ooh. impressive. Yeah, but I'm still broke. <laughs> you got to monitize them. Just, just I guess throwing so. them into it, the it, ether. You know, you don't 
just think of it and then the money rolls in right right it's kind of not fair there's a pitching involved in yeah. front of people who know how yeah. to program yeah, I, mean, I gotta pitch <laughs> it to people to do the actual work mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, i went to the uh, international car forest oh do tell me about the international car forest it's uh it's up in goldfield nevada and it's kind of like the cadillac ranch you know, you know the sure this is where they uh Cadillac Ranch, where they buried like nose first a bunch of Cadillacs up in the air. Yeah, Basically kind of a, a kind car of a, hinge. Kind of in a neat row. Yes. Yeah. And, and then there's a bug one, yeah. a VW one, and yeah, it's it's like it's all that. like like air. Uh, it's all like Highway 66 stuff. Yeah, it's like that, but it's in they drain Nevada. all the fluid so it's not leaking into the water table. Like they, they gas, take out they take oil. out pretty much everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's basically the frame. And you spray um, paint them. Uh, yes. Yeah. But the uh, this one's uh, like that, but like disorganized. But there's a couple buses, which is cool. <laughs> so it's it's a car garbage lot. Oh, well, they're all upended on the nose and all, but they're like you know, if there's a pattern, I couldn't figure it out. You sure this wasn't a wrecking yard? Like you just oh look at that, stop here. And no, like because Sal's wrecking. No, because a pokey <laughs> stops at International Car Forest. No, it wasn't. Oh, there wasn't a pokey stop at it. But. Fact check, Andy. <sighs> but yeah, no, I uh, man in the whole damn landy. Yeah. Walking around Cadillac Forest. Was there like Dobermans and big dogs chained up? Not able to see a single pattern. (laughs) Okay. All right. Goldfield's an interesting place. I didn't see a lot of dogs. I saw a couple, but it's it's a weird little town. Hey, you, get off my land. How is Goldfield an interesting place? It's partially like an old ghost town. Okay. But like, and and it's full of, you know, relatively conservative people that live in rural Nevada. But it also has a smattering of weird artists that have found, oh, excuse me, weird, weird cheap land. So, uh, like, uh, one lot was full of art cars. This art cars covered with stuff, painted up. Uh, the, the, uh, obviously, the International uh, Car Force is out there. Um, just a couple weird things. Like, they, uh, there was uh, the entrances to Subway, uh, the, 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 the big arches that go into subway tunnels. Oh, okay. There were two of those sitting out there that apparently... Uh, somebody told me that they uh, planned to actually build a tunnel between the two at some point, but never hadn't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> How far away is this from here? Three hours. You see, now that's <laughs> where it gets me. I'd be like, could I, should I go there? Nope, I'm going to stay here. You could almost hear Matt Matt's thought of, fuck that. <laughs> well, <laughs> three hours. If you want to make it a several-day trip, you drive up straight up, you hit up by... Uh, First, you'll pass the uh, the uh, alien cat house. That's that's about an hour and a half away. There you go, Matt. Half an hour beyond that, you'll hit uh, Beatty and Rhyolite, which is uh, where this the, is a good uh, little art stop. Yeah, which is has weird art and the ghost town. Uh, and then you go beyond that, you'll hit uh, Goldfield, which and has then, more weird art. And, and then ghost go another town. half hour, you'll hit Tonopah, and you can go stay at the Clown Motel. Yes, which I have. Mm-hmm. It's glorious. I, we have different okay. interests. <laughs> Call in a clown hooker. The clown hotel is not glorious, but its registration area is. It's funny. I don't remember a brothel in Tonopah. There must be one, though. I, if it is, it's not on the main road. I never yeah. saw one. Hmm. Are any of them? Oh, yeah, I guess they are. No, they're not in town, usually. The only only really? brothels I've actually seen in a town were in Elko. I guess the, in the, <laughs> I guess the billboards. Because I remember... Yeah. it. <laughs> I remember what running out the rump because it used to have that one cool game store that had Prump had a cool game store. Really? Had, yes. Oh, dude, it was this guy. It was actually a neat setup because he had a whole bunch of diners booths mm-hmm. for game playing. So you know, you had the 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 bench seats with the table 
up against the wall, and he had lines of those for game tables, mm-hmm. and he had a huge, uh, loose miniature collection. Wow. Huge. I'm assuming this is gone now since we haven't heard about it all. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it must be. Because it's been several, it's been over 10 years, I mm. think, since I was out there. And, uh, but I remember driving through Pahrump and seeing the billboards for the, so I, I guess, I guess it was just the, uh, the billboards. And Pahrump, the brothels in Pahrump are on the edge of town. Um, is that those ones like the Bunny Ranch and all that? Like, is that Bunny Ranch? Is that those are up north. Bunny right? Ranch is further north. Um, I've never been. Sherry's. <laughs> Just got to get that in there. I've never been, guys. Got to get on the record. <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> the Cherry Ranch. Sherry, no Sherry. Yeah. Sherry's something. That's is the it? one. That's the one I spent the night at. Is that Sherry's um, Ranch? And there's yeah, that, that Sherry's one, Ranch. That one and Chicken Ranch. Those are the two at Pahrump. Chicken Ranch. Uh, yeah, I think the Chicken Ranch at Pahrump. It might be. Yeah. Yeah, Tonopah's got bunch of others because you remember i mean they don't really have them now anymore but the uh the 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 pamp the yeah the, the flyers, I, I saw the, i saw those this week for the first time in a long time the little magazine in, in front of uh, uh boulevard ball there was oh, uh, there was one of those, a couple of, of those of racks. course of course but i hadn't seen those racks in years until like oh my god those still exist somewhere well they're all up and down the strip but they never fill them and they're always like run down and i don't see them on the strip anymore now they're off on side streets yeah yeah there you go. Yeah. The but, but, but are Chicken you. Ranch, I assume named after the infamous one in Texas. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, if you've the, seen Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, this is supposedly where they went, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But the Elko ones are right in the middle of town. Well, not. Well, not what else are you going to do in Elko? But well, there's some really good restaurants, but. Uh, <laughs> um, but they're they're all in the same street. They're like there's like this, and and there's one. I think I put like the, the Elko Red Light District. Basically, yeah, it's like three brothels, <laughs> and one of them has a sign that says "Dancing and Diddling," and neon sign that says "Dancing and Diddling." That you can see from the fanciest restaurant in oh, town. No, 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 that was dancing and fiddling, and they <laughs> they got the wrong letter from. But it's a neon sign, so they were like, "Well, we're yeah, not going to pay for expensive. the change." So it's very expensive. Mm. Dancing and fiddling. <laughs> On the roof. Devil went down to Georgia, you know. Ba, ba, da, 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 da. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead yeah. air. Yeah. And that stopped Andy. I pillowed Andy. Yeah. I just didn't think it was anything oh, yeah. I think you had it. All right. So you went you went out to some dust bowl. All yeah. Right, cool. <laughs> yeah. I went, with the, I went with the clampers. We were we were putting up a plaque again. So, you know. Didn't drink enough water. Didn't drink enough water. Yeah. I definitely came back. Dehydrated. No. Oh my God, he came back dehydrated, Went, covered like in mucus. I yeah. mean, it was just like Jesus. Who's dude? mucus? I don't know, but we got her the hell out quick. Mm. Mucus looks Aurelius. stinky. <laughs> what else did you do, gentlemen? <laughs> I don't know. We we had game night. We did continue our campaign. Game night. The D and D adventure continues. The D and D adventure. Andy's character, after getting introduced for one session, had the to swashbuckler. Dis- yes, had to disappear. So his character, well, everybody woke up the next morning and he was gone. Like a swashbuckler would do. Yeah. So, and then uh, Paulette killed a prisoner. Like she does. Yeah. A little goblin, too. Slit his throat. I even made him cute. I even made, like, sad eyes and pouted and stuff. No effect on her. Wow. You in full puss and boots? It looked like I almost disturbed her, though. (laughs) 
because when she did okay we're done with him good i cut his throat so i did oh and he's like he's like give me an athletics role and she's like what the shit and she rolls and i roll oh he's struggling he's fighting you he's like no no i told you what you wanted i helped you out and and then you like draw the knife across his throat and he's like no human is so typical (laughs) and he falls down and his legs like kicking and and it was funny because Paul. That's like, right. You 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 know what you lay that you give a f- a five minute full <laughs> death rattle. Teach these torturing, killing motherfuckers <laughs> what their violence is like on the yeah. other side. Hey, I didn't want to kill him. <laughs> Major Meh, and that yet was great. Lewis was great because Lewis is like, "Oh, we're not going to kill you. I promise you, I'm not going to kill you." And he goes out of character. Guys, we actually do have to kill him. Spider. <laughs> and so Paulette's like, I'll kill him. And then when Paulette kills him, Lewis is, says, my character is appalled. <laughs> how did? How could you do this? I can't believe you did this. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Boy, yeah. oh, boy. Rift in the part. See what happens when you don't. I know. I wasn't, there to, I wasn't there to lead them. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> lead. <laughs> <laughs> See what else I did. That's pretty much it. I don't do a lot now that I'm unemployed. That's weird. I yeah, just you, sit at home. you do stuff. I just oh, sit at home. Dude. It, you got touted. You, you, you do this every You're almost worse than Andy. What? You're like, I didn't do anything. But I can't and justify like, the money oh, yeah, for the paint. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. I watched that TV. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Boy, if you could only see that ex- look of exasperation if, on If Kay's only face. he could afford Netflix. Ooh. I finished. I started watching some of the Gotham again, so I got back into yeah. Gotham. Wow! This is so, what season? The one on Netflix is at three, so I, okay. that's where I'm at, season three. And I swear, I don't know what Paul was thinking, but they got the casting like spot on, for, like Gordon, Penguin, everybody, Riddler. I, I've already shared my thoughts of how much I enjoyed Penguin in that show. Yeah, I like the Riddler too. Riddler's my one of my favorite. It's not easy, is it? It's not easy, Andy, huh? Yeah, Andy's picturing. I won't tell part, you what the, he's picturing. The part of Kay's phone will be played by my phone tonight. <laughs> and the fake Joker, Jerome. Oh, spoilers. Oh, one, um... oh please. He's <laughs> talking to Matt. They're going to be spoilers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is second season stuff. Oh. Oh, trust, oh, trust me. That gets more convoluted into fourth and fifth season. <sighs> I'm at where uh, they just but dealt Jerome, with Jar- Jarvis. Awesome Jarvis uh, touched the uh, hypnotic guy. He touched hypnotic guy? Jar- Jarvis or Jervis. Ooh, he says hypnotized. I feel like I've been hypnotized. <laughs> I feel like you're feeling hypnotic. me. Ah, oh. Hypnotic guy. Whatever his name was. Naughty where, guy? Where did he touch him? Show us on Andy. Yeah, show us on Andy where the uh, hypnotic hey, guy touched uh, him. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, that guy hey, needs attention. Hey, I don't have a 30-foot pole or else I would. Well, I'm six foot one. <laughs> well, do you, yeah. well, do we need Jeff then? Apparently. <laughs> oh, why do we think that shit's funny? <laughs> it's funny because it's true. None of us can confirm that. No one can confirm it. <laughs> I think. I've been watching Spartacus, Blood and Sand, and and Vengeance, and. <laughs> Spartacus really angry. The, I, every I've been watching season pieces of it over his name. shoulder. Every season has its own name. Yeah, it's like it's American really Horror funny. Story. Yeah. It, is it its own story, though? No. Like self-contained no, seasons? It's, it's, no, just it's the name. Oh, okay. Names. Like, it, 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 you almost Matt's had me. being a bozo. 
But yeah. Spartacus, um, Bozo and Sand. Yeah, it was funny because I was reading oh. on the story behind it uh, what happened to the original actor playing Spartacus. That was sad. Um, Wait, what happened to the original actor? Did they get a switch Spartacus on? Yeah, yeah. They, he got... Like a Darren? He, they were getting towards the end and he was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oof. And so while he was under treatment, they the second season is actually a prequel season where you see uh, Lucy Lawless and John Hanna rise as you know in the ha- as the house of Batiatis, the the uh, gladiatorial school, and then the third season returns and it's a new Spartacus. It was it it was sad. Andy Whit, I think you might have even read it like years ago. Yeah. Andy Whitfield was declared cancer-free like 13, 14 months later. Two or three months later, it was back again, and bam, he was dead within a couple months, and that was it. Wow. It was just, it was just that, and it was so sad. And he was good. He was really good. The, the new guy, I got new, used to the new guy, so it's okay. It's fun. Um, it's sort of like it's 300-ish. But not quite as over the top in terms, you know, you don't have ogres and giants. Exactly, and you don't have and you <laughs> don't have armored rhinos and 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 orc soldiers. Does that um, have that same aesthetic then? But it it has a similar aesthetic film wise, and the fighting is all of that, you know, fight, 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 slow, fight, fight, fight. fight. So, I still and, dig that and CGI blood like crazy. Well, they also do when when there's impacts, the whole screen shakes, which is yeah. kind of cool. Oh. Yeah. So and and yeah, it was funny because at first I hate overuse of slow mo, mm-hmm. and I have to admit this is the first time uh, in a very very long time. Because I mean, even in Matrix Two, I was like, "Okay, guys, too much." <laughs> but um, this is the first time in a long time. I'm like, you know what? This is a working? trope yep. of this series. This this belongs here. And it's funny because the fighting <sighs> is is over the top, and you know the the way the way the story runs. You think Romans do nothing but go to gladiatorial games every day of the year for years. Um, but it's interesting. They. They they lightly touch you know it's just like three hundred lightly touch on history but it's really wildly extrapolated, so they create romances and the power plays between all the leadership but it's fun, so I'm actually enjoying it I'm actually enjoying it a lot. So. How many seasons are there? Four. Wow. Twelve, 12 episode seasons. Hmm? Twelve episode seasons. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Now I don't know how they're doing it. Because uh, spoiler alert, the the first great battle. Oh no! Please don't. The first great battle that Spartacus has, where they defeat the first sizable Roman army sent after them, occurs on the slopes of Mount Vesuvius. It's about it's several months, not quite a year after they broke out of the gladiatorial school, and in season three they still haven't done that battle yet. So it's sort of like. Because that war was like two going on three years before it was finally wrapped up. Marcus Licinius Crassus, who is the Roman general statesman who, along with Pompey, finally put down the, the and killed all the, the gladiators. He, his character is mentioned like crazy, but he has not yet been introduced. Wait, who is the guy that I saw get snuffed then? The guy that was tied Spoiler up. Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah. Let's let's not answer <laughs> that question. <laughs> no, that that from what I can see, Andy, mm-hmm. 
the um the 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 the, the praetor that's like the Spartacus has a personal grudge with mm-hmm. that's that's Glaber, the guy who led the Roman cohorts to the Battle of Mount Vesuvius, Battle of Capua, I forget which it um I think all the others might be historically relevant but highly fictionalized characters. Oh, uh, okay. You know, Verinius, Mercado, uh, 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 well, except for Batiatis, John Hanna's character. I mean, he... Pesto. Yeah. Pesto. Actually, Castus. Castus is a character. So, but it, it's, it's, it's actually a lot of fun. And Bologna. boobs. Boobs all oh, over yeah. the Bologna. place. Like, like nice size and, boobs. And, and, and like if, and big, well, giggly. Xena boobs. <laughs> right. okay. Oh, wait, wait. Or are these the, uh, the ones we were talking about last, last week? What, what, were what was that movie that Jeff watched that... No oh, Zardoz? Oh, yeah, the Zardoz boobs. Bigger yeah. boobs. I have to be bigger boobs. I'd love to see bigger bar boobs. Yeah, oh, well, dude, this is made nowadays. So, yeah, the boobs are bigger. <laughs> Certainly perkier. <laughs> but, yeah, there are tons of boobs and tons of... Fo- oh, oh. Um, Arrow. Remember Rasa Ghul's daughter, Nissa? No. Okay. Yes, I do. She... In fact, there's a shit ton of uh, Arrow people... In this series, okay. I think a lot of producers and directors came over to Arrow after this series because uh, Katrina Law, she plays uh, Mira, and she has one of the best fighting woman moments ever. It was so awesome. The, there's a Roman soldier and a bunch of slaves being chased in the forest, and she pops out of nowhere, and she lands on him. And she's sitting on his shoulder, stabbing with a knife and just going apeshit crazy. And I was like, that's one of the best depictions of a woman with a weapon going apeshit crazy you've ever seen. There, there isn't a trace of, you know how a lot of those fight scenes... It, you Look can like kinda, ballet? Yeah, you can kind of tell the actress really, it, violence is not her jam or something. That moment was sheer pulpy superhero-ish just land on the person and that poor Roman soldier yeah yeah it was insane <laughs> but there, just there's phone orders there's almost there, well almost there's Punisher level uh, physical violence oh wow I mean squishy and blood cru- crushing heads and you know lots of gratuitous uh, gladiatorial combat lots of soft core hey hey so, All right, boy on go. boy I'm kissing. Go I saw. Spartacus. Hmm? Hey, boy hey. on boy kissing. I saw that when I walked. Oh, away. that's right. Softcore. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. You know. hey, 2018. Andy. Th- yeah, they're <laughs> they're so diverse and inclusive, and it's funny because yeah, Andy happens to walk in the room. <laughs> right what are you watching? And Andy's like, "Wow, boy on boy kissing, huh?" I'm like, it, "It's Spartacus. I'm in Spartacus." <laughs> It's, it's, it's yeah. not a no, no. Yeah, it's, it's it's not. That's not what it. I mean, it happens, but it's not. Uh, it's like when I was watching Punisher Spartacus in the middle by of, Wicked Pictures. I was watching Punisher in the middle of the night, and it's violence, 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 and then there's like one sex scene in the middle of it, and that's when Duncan comes walking down and looks and goes, "Uh, do you need to be alone?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, Spartacus, good, clean, fun. Wow, hell of a review. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the week that Gamefly decided to send me Skyrim VR. VR, for really? For the PlayStation Ooh. VR system. Wow. Oh, we got to put Andy on it. <laughs> so I got two good eyes. 
so I put it in the first time. I have the move controllers, but they are dead. I haven't powered them up in a long time, and the last time they just let them go. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll get those back up to battery snuff, and I'll just play with the regular controller. So sitting down on the couch with the controller, Skyrim begins. It felt like I was in Skyrim on a scooter the whole time and just kind Weird. of like yeah and and it just didn't feel right sure it was 3d and and, I, and it just wasn't gelling with me and I'm, I'm like i'm like i thought probably. i would have liked this a lot like better. one of those scooters that you, uh, you have to put your foot on and pump or one of those scooters you sit around and drive up and down the strip with yeah the one of the ones you sit on drive up and down the, rascals Ooh, yes yuck so i didn't give up on it yet i was like okay well i'll, I'll wait for the move controllers and once they was repowered up, I played it the next day. It was a world of goddamn difference. Is it? It. I was goddamn Dovahkiin. It was amazing. Oh, because you the move controllers it captures the, where the weapons are, and it's a, a very active game with weapon swinging and how you swing it. And with the you you point and you shoot the fire out of your hand when you're doing the bow, you're actually doing the draw with both controllers mm. and, and aiming. For Wherever you're looking, the first time I took down a dragon, it felt epic. Wow! the the diff the difference was you're walking by plants to grab things for for alchemy. I will take that, and you reach out and you grab it. It's wow, amazing. So the the important lesson is keep the handlebars of the scooter yes. fully charged. That's exactly it. That's that's right. what I want you to take from this. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I love it. So I, I I have now bought Skyrim for the third time. Oh, you bought it? Yes. Cool. So I, yeah. I straight out. I'm like this. This is an experience I need to have more in my life. Now so I can, really want to see Andy. Yeah. So it. now you can now you have plenty of time to watch videotape me breaking your furniture and <laughs> tripping over your couch. You you. The, I will say movement takes some getting used to. Mm-hmm. Yes, Andy. Be, because because. The move controllers don't have that little knob joystick on them. No? No, they have a center button, and then they have four buttons surround it, and then a trigger. So it's all buttons. There's there's no joystick involved. So you have to press a button that's moving, and then you move the stick left or right, back or forth, and then, then you move in that direction. Or you can press this button over here or this button over here to turn quickly mm-hmm. one way or the other. I don't know if I like that. It took it some getting used to, but once I was in it for about an hour, it was pretty. I wasn't even thinking about it anymore. Like we need to play a lo- ready player one level of like the the treadmill in a square. Yes, you do. Ground. This we, this game would need that. definitely be better for that. One thing that really grabbed my attention is in dungeons when you get those big arching, huge rooms. When I'm playing Skyrim on its own, I, you, you don't even see it. You, know, you just pass it by. But now that you're in the VR and you have the grandiosity of what this looks like in 3D, <laughs> you're looking up at these amazing vaulted ceilings going, I, I know I'm in a dungeon and I should watch for Undead right now, but this is freaking amazing. Can you imagine the program? It's like, fuck, now we got to finish those ceilings. Yeah. Now <laughs> we got to do the corner of those rooms. Now we got to fuck. <laughs> So now, of course, the the drawback is that the PlayStation system is not the best system for VR. So, but it's something. 
Yeah, it's. I think it's like 720p in there, but you're very aware of screens because it's the fidelity is not there. It reminds me of back when I wore contact lenses and hadn't put them in yet. That's kind of what it feels like in some ways. Some ways it looks really sharp, but in some other ways it's, it's like, this is a little too blurry to be <sighs> truly immersive. So that's my only gripe with it. And that's more about what the, the PlayStation 4 VR system is very inexpensive compared to what else is out there, but it also lacks some fidelity bells and whistles because of it. Well, the Spider-Man it's, game it's, broke it's, my eye. So This is true. It's the VR for the masses, that one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's the VR I could afford. <laughs> That's what it was. It's not most, the VR most. you need. It's the VR you deserve. Yeah, but I, <laughs> but I love it. I love that VR system. I am looking forward to jumps in this technology. So that yeah, Ready Player One. There we go. Yeah, that, that is the actually no, it's it's a Star Trek holodex. That is the when the Oasis when go. Oasis happens. But Oasis, and then the next jump is a Star Trek holodeck. Yeah. When, after that. Hey, listen. When but, Oasis happens, life is canceled. I've had I have a new life now. Oh, I know. Yeah. Nothing's getting done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will be fed intravenously. I have no reason to leave. I want to be in nostalgia land. Get the cheeseburger IV. <gasps> I'll take that now. Oh my God. Uh, Geek Shock Book Club. We're reading Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, I'm not reading it yet. Okay. I saw that post. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, I've am i read it. It's good. I'm sure it's good. He wants to come to the movie pure. The MCU is the over-prevailing universe now. It's, it's bigger than the comic book universe is. Since I haven't read Infinity Gauntlet, I want to watch the movie and then read the book to see where the influences are. I know it's completely opposite of what I usually do, but that's the thing that seems natural to me. That, for that this. can be a fun way to experience it. Okay, so I will read the book club book, but after Infinity War, it's going to be very different because yes. there are characters who are missing. Oh sure, and and I did yep. start it, and then I was like, I'm stopping. I'm stopping here. Hmm. Like Adam. Captain Adam or the Adam? No, um, or the Warlock. Adam Warlock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you and your nerd, nerd card. Ah, yeah. it's such a day. Nerd. And also, we are do- doing nominations now for the book of May. So, uh, if you're part of the book club and want to nominate a book, we already got a few really good ones up there. So, feel free to add to yours. We'll be probably voting on that uh, within the week. Cool. God, five days, boys! I can't wait. Actually, no, four. Four now. Infinity War. I can't wait. I, I have my tickets already. Are you going to see it like finally? Open, or are you going to wait a week or two weeks after like you normally do? He's never going to see it. I've decided I'm not watching any more Marvel movies. He'll go no, after no, no. he sees the You're going to see it. But I mean, are you going to see it opening weekend? Or are you going to wait a week? Next next podcast, you'll be like, I haven't seen it. Everyone else is going to raise their arm except you. I'm going to say there's a strong possibility that I will not have seen it by the next oh, podcast. My. He's wow. Is he's waiting like running for office? <laughs> it's like a politician's answer. I feel like I have to answer it like a politician. Here's the thing. I don't I'm usually not able to see movies until Tuesday or Wednesday. So that kind of throws it all out for me. Mm-hmm. We yeah, record on Matt, Monday. If you would just take time to be a little considerate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you got a job. So eight hey. hour day, eight hour days. One hey. of the, yeah, one actually the only one here. Actually, no, you got a job now. So do you. Kinda Fuck, so. I'm unemployed. <laughs> I'm the only one. Damn it. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, doesn't it feel God good, Andy, to not be that sucking guy? Sucking off the tit of America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sour milk. Oh. Yeah, but chunky like milk. blue cheese. All right, I have nine pages here. It's all oh, news. Oh, good lord! Every, every little bit of it's news. I cut out. I have cut out four pages of red light, green light. Wow! So I didn't even print them out. Wow! Is, we're not going to get through all this. We have red light, green for another time, though. Yes, okay. yes. Those are being saved. No, for no. Another he time. deletes them, Andy. Yeah, I, they're right. gone forever. Fuck that segment. But uh, yeah. I'm sure the Vern Torre piece is short. God damn it! <laughs> wow! God oh my! God. That is too soon. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem with that joke. <laughs> it's too soon. No, I get it. I get it because he's a short little person, but I mean. <laughs> I get it. I get okay, it. Thank okay, you, Rasta Canadian. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me. I, that was the thing I was wanting to remind me about. Down in Miami, oh, I yeah. tried to find Rasta Banana. And no luck, apparently. Rasta Banana does not exist anymore. I'm sorry. All I found were a few Afro bananas, and that was getting slim. Oh, so L- limited edition, huh? Apparently, PCs apparently the, killed Rasta banana. Apparently, there's ups and downs of the whole uh, uh, stuffed teddy bear industry, oh, yes. and oh, Rasta banana is on the outs. You'll have to find it at a Goodwill near you. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and also you, you you still haven't talked about the corn dog and deep fried Oreo diet. It works. I'm sorry. I lost five pounds while I was down in Miami. What did you eat? Um, corn dogs and uh, <laughs> deep fried Oreos, deep fried Reese's peanut butter cups, uh, bacon wrapped Cajun chicken on a stick. What did you lose it and just sweat? Yeah. <laughs> no, the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes. Oh, the mosquitoes sucked it out of. <laughs> no, old. Re- re- that's real. that's paleo liposuction. No, really, I limited myself like one of those things a day, and I, I didn't even even have one wanted once a day. Uh, we didn't even have them every day, rather. It's like a Flintstones vitamin. Right. And, and just, I'm working 12 hours. I didn't have time to stop you and eat much. It doesn't matter what you eat as long as you burn it all off, right? Yeah. So you could eat like a bag of chicken if you want, fried, like Nashville hot chicken. Yeah. That's what I do. I burn it off naturally. A basket also, of breadsticks. I, I was riding Boom. the bike around a lot at night and stuff. <laughs> that don't so. work. <laughs> that kills you. Yeah, the bike riding. kill you. Yeah. Yeah, he rode bikes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he left out the cardio, yeah. but you know. Yeah, could have could have figured in on all that. Yeah, that. So that, what you said is you ate things in moderation and you exercised. Yeah, yeah, I've exactly. Heard this before. Yeah. That doesn't matter. That title, the the corn dog diet, is there. Or yeah. even better, the carny diet. Yeah, yeah. carny diet, man, that's a money maker right there. I know. Watch out, Pen. Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I also wanted, uh, I it's wanted you to, to tell the uh, the uh, caricature story. The uh, the one oh oh well I mean the 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 people of Miami are uh, different than you know some other places. Don't you it's talk Florida. About, it, it little, Don't you talk about my Florida relatives that way? Yeah, <laughs> these were your relatives. Ah, this was they, the uh, they were your relatives. This was the uh, don't draw my te- don't draw the teardrop. But make sure you get my grill right. I'm getting the teardrop removed next month. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I did it, see some impressive grills. It, I, yes, I, I believe that. Mm. Mostly at the beach, I assume. Nope. Drawing them. Drawing them. Mm. Well, who was your favorite? Uh, there was one guy that had like four gold teeth on the bottom and the rest were regular. I was like, okay, here's a story there and I don't want to know it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got all this news to go, get through. Go, go, go. I just wanted to comment. 
Oh, come on. I, I, I like in. that. It's, oh, I drew lots of girls. Which one was your favorite? Well, there was this one guy. No, grills. <laughs> grills. Grills, not girls. Oh, I grills. heard girls. Grills. You said girls. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one who said the sentence. What's your, fa- what's your favorite grill? <laughs> really, Andy? We're going to ask well, you, what was girl. your favorite grill? Uh, I don't know. There are, there are a lot of raisin smugglers. I really enjoyed that. Raisin smugglers? Yeah. I don't know. Some of the some of the pictures you sent us, like yeah. the chicks in the thong bikinis. Mm. I kind of want to go Miami. Yeah. That the oh the one on the beach. That yeah, the was two, even two that of them was, on the beach. Yeah. Okay. It's very thong fantastic out. Although I saw a thong on the strip yesterday, it was fairly impressive. So. Just walking down yeah. the strip, dude yeah. with with four gold yeah. teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a teardrop. <laughs> one of his favorite right. grills. <laughs> mm. Grills, grills, grills. I can see the sign now. Great song by Motley Crue. Grills, grills, grills. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> grills, grills, grills. <laughs> hey, Tommy, look at that grill. Oh, oh, where, where? All right, right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nikki, yeah. You know, <laughs> Tommy. Yeah, yo. Look at that grill. That's oh, in the song, everybody. Uh, Listen to this song. <laughs> Near the end. On. Near the end, okay? Near <laughs> the end. It's a full-on conversation in the middle of the song. I don't feel dirty. <laughs> I do. All right, so we have all this news, so let's read this email. Do we got it? Yeah. Okay. Greetings and salutations. I was socializing with a somewhat large group of friends recently, and we began discussing entertainment-related topics and comparing opinions about such things. A pattern began to emerge as the conversation progressed. Every single one of us had to, at some point, admit that something that was being discussed had been on our personal to-get-to list for some time, but we never really seemed to actually get around to doing it. There's only so many hours in the day, you know. I'm curious to hear what things each of you have been meaning to eventually get around to and just how long you've been intending to do it but perpetually failing to do so. Anything from seeing a movie, a TV show, reading a book, or just experiencing something you heard about and never found the time or motivation to drag your sorry ass off that ugly couch and actually go do. For me, personally, it's watching The Sopranos. When it was airing, I just didn't have free time resource to get involved with it, although I heard tons of great things. Years later, there it sits. A daunting entry on my list that goes perpetually overlooked. Kilroy was here. The Alice. Yo, T. I got this one. Yeah, let's hear it. All right. T for Torgo. T for Todd. Whatever. Not Tony. (laughs) Yes, anyways. Anyways. Uh, that is uh, Paulie, by the way, in The Sopranos. Always oh, he a T, he T. Thank you, Goomba Banana, for explaining that joke. <laughs> it, it's, it's Jimmy Poutine, all right? Oh. Remember that? <laughs> Jimmy Poutine. Jimmy Poutine. I didn't realize Jimmy Poutine was connected. <laughs> oh, he's connected. Oh yeah, the Wisconsin outfit. Oh yeah, <laughs> those curds. Anyways, <laughs> the Wisconsin curds. <laughs> the Wisconsin curds. <laughs> <laughs> Roughest gang in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, uh, people said they were cheesy. Yeah. Once. <laughs> they beat the shit out of the Lacey Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't be that way. I've started kind of doing um, the thing on my list was watching the X Files. Ah. And I've stopped because. <laughs> How far did you get in? Um, season three. 
Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, first it doesn't one, hold up well. Season I, one is a tough slot. No, I don't think this counts. I think that because that's something you got around to experiencing, and it just didn't yeah, work I, for you. No, but I want to do it though. Get through all of the, all season. All what is it? Ten seasons. Oh, you want to power monster it? I guess you're you're glappy about it, but you're not interested. But you're gonna watch it all the same. Yes. So that's my answer to that one. Okay. And I can't really think of anything Kinda. else. God damn it! <laughs> I got a couple. Okay. Uh, West really? Westworld, which I just found out we can get hold of on on K's TV, so I'm gonna watch that eventually. You have access to HBO now? West, have, Westworld's only a couple yeah. years old. There's nothing older? It's uh, only one yes. year. Supernatural, which I keep people who tell okay. me I need to say. But the big one, and you'll like this, uh, Matt, um, Babylon 5. Oh, yes. Yeah, I really need to see yes, Babylon 5. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Now, just remember, the, but first, oh, the first season. Matt's got excited. It's it's like it's hard slog through, but it lays the foundation beautifully for the rest of the story. Right. It's and sort of all, like the first three seasons of X-Files. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look, Matt is giving care. <laughs> but some but of yeah. the best writing ever. But I, I've always um, known that that's when you have to watch from the beginning for it to make any sense. Sure. Yeah. I saw like little snippets here and there when it was on the air. Yeah, well, I got 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. And it's like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but it looks interesting. Oh, it's like uh, Twin Peaks, which I finally watched. I saw a piece of that. And I'm like, I bet I love this, but I need to see this from the beginning. And I, and I did. That's and it's a good like, one, too. Yeah. Although that was a kick in the balls when it didn't quite end. Mm. Parks and Rec. Oh, Park. okay. There we go. That's a good answer. Yeah. It's always available on Netflix. I know, just, but yeah. I just never... Sure. Dude, half my list, it's like, I gotta watch all this before they take it away, but I don't... No, I can't. You put things on your list so you don't have to watch them later. But then... Yeah. I, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to do much since I got back. I mean, there's, there's a, I still haven't watched the rest of Jessica, the second season of Jessica Jones. Sure, but I these are all fairly new. They're, they're, yeah. But let's deep dive yeah, yeah, a little yeah. further. Mm-hmm. What, what Parks and Rec's what, like five years now since it's been on? Or eight? Uh, since it seven. ended? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, that's okay, going so. a little further back, a little yeah. further back. Okay, you got something? Uh, <clears throat> I, I want to watch Breaking Bad. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah, I haven't list. watched Breaking Bad. Um, it's good. I guess a little more recent, but one that I really, every time people talk about it, I'm interested. I just haven't hit on yet is uh, Black Mirror. Oh, you know, I'm I'm doing Spartacus now, so and I think because of the job, it'll be easier for me to binge watch. Although I have to be careful because it can, if if I get distracted, it can affect throw you off know, your numbers, interfere with yeah. So I'm still working through that. It may be that I have to do like podcasts and just listen to stuff while I do the job. So, but um, but yeah, uh, those two. Um, Actually, I'll go back further than anybody. I bet even you. I have not yet fully, completely watched Metropolis. I have only seen clips of that. Yeah, and it's it's been that was one of the first movies I put on my queue. Oh wow! On Netflix way back when, when you guys got me the uh, the membership, and uh, and it's the restored one, right? With the the. uh, the new the new music and stuff like that with everything in it. And I, I just, I haven't watched it yet. I wonder if it's still that, on there. That was one I actually knocked off my list last year. Uh-huh. Metropolis, uh-huh. because... Did you I, enjoy it? I knew about Metropolis, reading about the, the the horror, classic horror movie books I'd get from the library and see the pictures from it and so on. But uh, that was kind of like my basis. And then 
during my theater days, I learned about Metropolis the Musical, one of the biggest failed West End theatrical performances ever. When did that happen? It happened in the 90s. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. They, They released a theatrical soundtrack. And then it soared, it went away fast, and it was super expensive <laughs> to put on. And the music is not that great either. Worse than but they a did bird, it. it's a plane, it's Superman? Uh, no, no, nothing's worse than that. Uh, but there's actually a few songs in there that are kind of catchy. But if you're into really kitsch musicals, seek this one out. And that's how I learned the story of Metropolis <laughs> by buying mm-hmm. that soundtrack. Yeah. And it was only until last year that I finally saw <clears> it. <throat> Wow, yeah, I I still haven't watched it through. And, I mean, you know, well, no, I'm not worried about it suffering because I know it's one of those that actually does have a bit of the whole, it was the first. So for a lot of modern viewers, you know, a lot of people would probably watch it and be like, what? People have done this with better effects. And it's like, well, this was the first. Yes, the Metropolis... Ma- uh, amazing you know, matte paint sets. Yeah, it was like the Star Wars of its time, not just in in effect, visual effects, but in in tropes of science fiction. And, uh, and when did it come movies. out? Oh, it Silent uh, Era. Silent Era. Yeah, twenties. Twenties. Yeah. Okay. A Journey to the Moon is uh is 19... out there now, right? What's that? What? A Journey to the Moon was that the one? The, uh, the that was another that... one that I saw. Yeah, yeah, ago. that's out there. If you can see the whole thing now, yeah, you can see mm-hmm. it on YouTube. And it's colored, I think. Something you can get the colored get the color version, sure. And that came out in the early nineteen nineteen. No, I mean, I think I think there's like a painted version. Yeah, yeah. There, boy, oh boy, dude. That I mean, you we, you've got computers now, but well, you probably know this. They 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 sometimes colored frames mm-hmm. uh, of of black and white film by hand. Right. It's just what, nuts. Yeah, that's that's the it's ultimate just, Zen holy painting crap. project. Yeah, and it's funny because they look kind of cool, but um, yeah. they have their own look. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. I ver- I think I mentioned this once before. I actually uh, uh, one Halloween got Vernon to watch uh, Nosferatu, oh, the wow. uh, the Murnau, <clears throat> and he was stunned because you know films. Uh, <clears throat> Vernon is a bit of a film geek. He actually mm-hmm. did some film school stuff. So he knows a lot of historical technical stuff and he's watching it and he's like, holy crap. You know, he's marveling at all of these shots and everything that he was not expecting for a silent movie. Mm. So, it, you know, and that actually helped me appreciate the movie more because Nosferatu right. is another one that suffers from been there, done that. Only it was the first. Yeah. So Did you ever see Shadow of the Vampire? Oh, my God, dude. You have not lived until you've watched Shadow of the Vampire with Professor Biggs. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I had that moment. Yeah, we watched it. I think actually Tom There's was a with Patreon us reward. Oh boy. And it was it was that was a fun that Movie was a night fun with Biggs. Oh, let's go. Oh my god. It was just Steve was loving it. Eddie Izzard was so goddamn good. Everybody was. Yeah. Malkovich. Um Yeah, Malkovich is amazing. Uh, um, uh, 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 I keep wanting to say Defoe. Defoe. Willem Defoe. Oh yeah. It was just amazing. It was yeah. I love that movie. Probably explain what that is for people who have forgotten because I didn't. Shadow of the Vampire is a fictionalized telling of the making of Nosferatu. On the conceit that they hired an actual vampire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Count Orlock is actually a vampire. 
I'll I'll bring a few to the table. Uh, Those that have seen tours of the Geek Shock Ugly Couch Show room, behind all those toys, you might have noticed there's a lot of DVDs. Uh Uh-oh. A lot of DVDs. Uh, I got bit by the DVD bug, but it started small as all things do. I got my first DVD player shortly before I moved to L.A. And, of course, once you move to L.A., you realize you will not have money while you live in L.A. ever again until you leave L.A. And so I had this very small, I'd say, 15 movies that I had. And I'd watched most of them, but I kept a few behind and like as like emergency movies. What are you doing? I don't know. (laughs) Crane shot, baby. Crane he, shot. He's tr- oh, okay. You've inspired him with your, your really, movie Matt. Talk. You're, you're like, oh, okay. So long as that's what it was. Anyway, sorry. Go on. So I watched most of those movies, but there's a few that I kept off to the side that I did not watch because I'm like, you know, if I'm stuck at home, I don't have any money to go anywhere. I will at least have a movie that I haven't seen available to watch. I'm looking around so this, and I see a lot still in so plastic. This is about 2000. Yeah, I really thought you'd read watch most of these and I was stunned to find out they watch hardly any of them. Yeah. And so once I got a good job over at Paramount working on uh, Roswell, money was coming in, I started buying DVDs and frankly only watching some of them, keeping some of them in in a little side toe of like, all right, these movies, in case I need to see a movie, I lose this job or whatever, and I go back to being poor. Now, then once I moved to Las Vegas, I got a good job in the service industry, and the money is pouring in, so I was buying DVDs every week, thus creating the monster you see before you. Before there was streaming, this was how I could get a see any movie I wanted to see. I would watch the occasional movie, but many would sit on the shelf. My DVD player, when I first got it, 1999, maybe, came with A Perfect Storm, the movie about the big wave that gets the small boat. I don't know, because I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, that's, that's a bummer there. That terrible thing's happened there. I would, can someone translate? I have no idea what happened there. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm from, so Norisa comes in, gets him out there on the water. I'm from the mid, mid-Atlantic states, yeah. not from New England. Oh. So I, yeah, I, yeah. not even I can translate. You, you speak chive? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yes, in this DVD collection, I have the very first DVD I ever received free with my player as one of those backup movies, and I still haven't watched it. So the, the thing that started the collection is still there. I will tell almost the exact same story and go back further in a different medium. You, you, you mean like, like uh, on a video you're going to tell the story or, or you're going to write it down? No, he's about to tell it now. Oh, yeah, yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. You see, man. By different medium, he meant... First year I went to space camp. The year I met Jeff. Oh, oh a friendship was born. <laughs> so a trope. <laughs> uh, packing up to leave, we stopped at the gift shop at the Hilton that my parents were staying at when they were coming to pick me up. 
And in the gift shop, they had a selection of paperback novels. Now, I'd gotten books from the library, mostly kids' books, young adult stuff. One book in particular caught my eye. The Bible. Yes. <laughs> and my life was forever changed. No, you fuck. <laughs> a book called Magic Kingdom for Sale. Oh. So you've told this story. Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. I thought I was like, God damn it, I've heard this. I've heard this. By uh, the guy that wrote Sword Terry of Shannon, Brooks. Terry Brooks. And that book has never been read. That was the first novel I ever bought. And I bought so many novels, obviously, since, and that sit on shelves that have not been read. But that is the first. The That's first it. novel I bought and the first novel I never read. Wow. It's fun. So, yeah, I keep meaning to go back to it, mm-hmm. but uh, still haven't. So you have a video library of intent and a actual library of intent. <sighs> I was the kid that when we were going on an hour trip to Fort Wayne from mm-hmm. my hometown, that I would take five books in the car. Right. Because I was afraid I was going to get bored. Sure. Yeah. And I wouldn't read any of them. Why not? But they were there because they're interesting things to see out the window. Dude, I had Fort the, Wayne, Indiana. On the way there, dude, when you, when you drive past that dog food factory and the stink hits the car and everyone reacts, it's one of the best moments of the trip. <laughs> There you go. I actually, uh, uh, Todd, I actually got hurt, hit with the one of the worst kid curses a kid like you or me could get. It's not fair. I was like 13, maybe 14 years old when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I started getting car sick reading in the car. Oh. Prior to that, I could just get in the back seat, open up my book, and three hours later, we were wherever we were, and I was, and then somewhere, something, oh, no. maybe I got some ear damage or I hit my head, I don't know what, but I eventually hit that point where reading in the car, I'd start to get dizzy and nauseous. Oh, no. Yeah. I yeah. would always sleep. <laughs> That's actually, if I'm a passenger... That yeah. tends to be what happens to me now. I'll go on road trips to California. Sometimes, and if I'm not driving, <laughs> and yeah. I can't stay awake, I'm like, I'm just, it, you, you just feel the energy sucked out of you, and you're like, uh. Well, that's because that, you haven't ridden with me. You, you ride with me, you can't fall asleep for all the loud singing. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when I die, I want to go peacefully in my sleep up my grandfather. Not screaming in terror like the other passengers in the car. Yeah. There you go. It's an oldie but goodie. <clears throat> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like the grandfather. <laughs> and I'm curious, monkeys, how about you? What's that thing that you've been meaning to get to? Never never got to it. So I write us comments at the couch show or put it in Shock Monkey's lair. Either way, I want to know. Actually, All right. That uh, reminds me. So oh, oh. really long car rides. I'd make sure I'd have my Game Boy original Game Boy and like a Ziploc bag full of batteries. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah four yeah, batteries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Oh, put them all out? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. That's yeah. very true. And then when it got dark before the flip down magnifying light screen, you're like, fuck. Mom, turn on the light in the car. I can't drive when I have the light on. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like... When I was reading. That's right. Uh, Can I turn on the light, Mom? No. Oh, yeah. I can't drive if it's on. 
And it's like, oh, man, we're driving at night. And now that That's I'm driving shit. and someone has a line, it doesn't affect me at all. I'm like, all those times, <laughs> you fucking liars. <laughs> all the parents out there are lying. Isn't That's that- because you don't use the rear view mirror, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, who needs a rear view mirror when you're going faster than everyone else? Yeah. Mm. In a forward motion, not backing up. <laughs> Come on now. And until about a week and a uh, sorry, a month and a half ago, I probably could have a Warhammer on this list, but I'm finally getting around to that. So, yeah, I guess I got to put that on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't justify buying the paints. I gotta, but don't get those paints. Get get to get to Warmaster or Ralparthas or yeah. Well, what do they use? Is it basically like acrylics or what? Yeah, but they're they're. Acrylics meant for miniatures. Yeah. So the pigments are very, very fine. You can't like use like the apple barrel stuff because it really it clogs up all the detail. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yep. There, it was funny. I stumbled across this on a Geek and Sundry Twitch channel. They one of their shows comes up. It's a miniature painting show, and this guy went to a Games Workshop store. Fun. And so the. The miniatures Warhammer guy gave him the tour of the show, and they hit the paint rack, and it was like, now these these are the ones. If you're really, you know, you've been painting a long time. Well, what what, what are the ones if I want if I want to just get started? Oh, then you and he like pulled out three jars. You have this blah 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 blah. This blah blah. This wash washes will say bases layers and washes. Yeah yeah layers. Yeah yeah. And it was it was yeah. It was pretty funny. That, that is the story of my life right now. Bases, <laughs> layers, and washes. I, I In the last 24 hours, I've like followed like 40 Warhammer painters on Twitter. That That's that's where my life is now going, I've learned. It. So I, okay, I have it, to warn you, Matt. I, I, I may be slightly cheating a little bit on you. Oh. Not that I... Not he's, that I he's already I, played someone else. Yeah. I have it. not played anyone else. But... There's this other little game out there called Malifaux. Oh, those oh, minis are extraordinary. Malifaux is a game that was designed after looking into my heart. Yeah. <laughs> it is a Victorian horror steampunky game. It's a skirmish game, so you only have like five to ten miniatures, so it's you're not laying out the big money like you are in Warhammer over time. But I mean, the miniature design by Weird Games is Absolutely French company. phenomenal. It's a French company. Yeah, W Y R D. But that Malifaux is. Uh, I bought a used rule book off of eBay. Should be in the mailbox in a week and a half. I'm, but I'm. I'm not giving up on this. Warhammer is. Put this way. War, that now. No, no, no. Warhammer <laughs> has taken over my psyche so much that last night I could not get to sleep because. I finished painting, and then I wanted to keep studying the lore of the world because, of course, that is a deep dive. Yes. So I went to sleep, and then four hours later, I popped back up with my eyes. And would, they would not go back to sleep. They wanted to go, okay, we had a rest. This, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this. I needed a fix. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so don't worry. I'm bit. Good. I like that. I'm bit. <laughs> Yeah, the guy, all everybody that runs War Room Games knows me by name now. Oh my! Yeah, I'm, it, that has become oh. my store, and they are my sellers. It's it's official. Oh dear, I'm looking at these figures. 
They are gorgeous. Oh, yes. Malifo? Let me oh. see. Oh. Yeah, Malif- they are. Yes. Those sculpts are extraordinary. Yes, they are. Super detailed. Gothic, and Baroque. Yes. Just, yeah. And and so many different styles of whatever you might be into in that kind mm-hmm. of realm. It's yeah. there. Whether it's the kid who conjures nightmares from his sleeping, and that's what you fight with. It's so many cool ideas. Mm. And I guess the, the fluff, the lore in the thing is really, really cool, too. So Malifaux is coming. Okay. So. Okay. So S- I, I, I start might be saving te- your yeah. pennies. Yeah. You're going to need more than paint. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, this big executioner type guy with, like, giant... Freddy Krueger claws that are on yes. motors. There's, there's, yes, there's, there's one, there's one dude that is a dead guy hanging from a tree, and that's his, that's how he fights. <laughs> it was yeah. made for me. I noticed all the female figures are dressed in underwear again. And it, yeah, and this, this is a game that's really diverse. A lot of male, female players, because there, there is so much choice in how to play this game. And one cool thing it does in, it's a diceless game. There's no dice in it. Everything is done with card decks. Oh. Like like a four suit card deck. And you can do you can use cheats and so on. So it it uses a gothic cool yeah. Of course they're selling their own and they have their own suits because they're not dumb. But but you could get away with using just a regular card deck and just saying this the hearts are the clovis and whatever. Okay. Yeah. But it it's lo- but it it's a really neat, but it's a really neat mechanic in it's basically like a game of war is how you fight. What was the game we used to play with? Basically, the the fighting mechanic was basically rock, paper, scissors with cards. Oh, that was the uh, Dungeon Quest. Dungeon Quest, that's yeah. it. And you had a, a, a slash, a, a, a jab, or a defend, or something. An attack, slash, or defend. and Mighty Blow. Mighty <laughs> Blow. And then de- depend, uh, depending on how the combination... <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that because I I would always use the little matrix, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like in D and D, you use your to hit matrix. Thacos. But then we'd play like with the Thompson boys, and they had figured it out. So right. so you would flip your cards, and they were already saying the point tally while I'm looking on the matrix, <laughs> going durr. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, when they actually uh, turned their their minds away from games, they became really good at what they did. Which is make really good movies. <laughs> it's amazing. Aren't you saying games are a distraction, Andy? I'm saying that they are very focused gentlemen. That's what it takes. News you don't give a shit about. Ah, you lied. So what you're saying is we're all unfocused? I said it was news. I didn't say it was good news. Uh, yeah. We need focus. Huh. Sony Pictures and Mattel have hired the directing duo brothers of Aaron and Adam Nee. To helm Yee. the... The directors heat. of Knee? The directors of... <laughs> nice, thank you. Yee. That was Yee. good. Yes. To helm the Masters of the Universe movie. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. We Uh-oh. are the directors of Knee! <laughs> Former helmer David S. Goyer is still set to be the film's writer and executive producer. Bring us a shrubbery or an actor. Either one will work. As of February, the movie is set to be released in December of 2019, though no official word as to whether that release date is still on. Sure, December 19. They've been looking for a director for ages Yeah, now. yeah. That's when they start making a film is, yeah, with yeah. special good effects. Old, good old Christmas movie. Yeah. No, no, Andy. 
I have the shrubbery. Yeah, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's the one. Movie will be based on the popular line of, line of Mattel toys and uh, Bong. And <laughs> the film marks the Knee Brothers' first major studio fi- feature. So this is their first big film. In 2015, they released their indie thriller Band of Robbers, which received critical acclaim. So this is their first major picture. Well, they can't do worse than the the, the movie in the 80s. So You've got a fine point. Well, and if you can, power to you. We thought that, <laughs> then we saw Fantastic Four. That's better than the... You know, you know how bad that movie is in the, the 80s? The Corman one? No, the... Masters of Masters the Universe. Universe. Oh, that's what I'm saying, though. We thought that we thought you couldn't make a movie better than worse than the one they made in the '80s, and then we saw Fantastic Four. That's another movie oh, I haven't okay. gotten around to. Well, you know, don't bother. That yeah. stuff happens. Uh, Crawl. I have Crawl in my collection. I still uh. haven't seen Crawl. Were you? You were. You were hating on the Glaive, right? Oh yeah, it's a dumb idea. Yeah. The whole thing's dumb. <laughs> I like the Glaive in uh, Ready Player One. Spoiler alert. Mm. But um, yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah. That movie, mm-hmm. watch that movie, and then you go, okay, that's everything about fantasy that Kirsten hates. Is Crawl. Yeah. Ah, that's good go. to know. Huh. I will say I did play the heck out of the Atari 2600 game based on Crawl. People spoke highly of it. Yeah. I never played it because of my snobbery against the movie. Okay, but. what? all right, so what do you hate about Crawl? Because I, I don't remember it that well enough. To... You said everything. Haven't you heard? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you heard me bitch about modern fantasy? The medieval European setting. Mm-hmm. It's it's there's there's a whole history out there, folks. Why are you doing just medieval Europe? Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that medieval Europe that the people depict is uh, uh, you know theme park fantasy. Sure. Yeah. So that uh, the whole pr- rescue the princess trope, the princess mm-hmm. herself, uh, the glaive. Matt will tell you what a Matt's character will tell you what a glaive right, is. I, I, I it's not. A, it's not a. It's not a switchblade throwing star that goes. It's a blade on a pole, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. It, it. Well, you know, yeah. um, the naganata is a form of glaive. I mean, it's just yeah. It's I call it slashing spear essentially. Oh. You know, but I mean, it's just the, the aesthetic. There's just plenty about it. it just all. Almost everything I just can't stand. All right. I'd rather you go off the chain um, in terms of stylishness, like legend. Um, That's off the chain. Yeah. You know, Conan the Barbarian is, in my opinion, the finest fantasy movie of the 80s. So it, it really did a lot of, lot of good work. You had Willow was, like I felt, a misfire. It was not the Star Wars of fantasy movies. So and once again, it's oh the 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 lost kid and the prophecy and the uh, you know a princess and an evil. It's you know I like the way I'm doing our current campaign. Mm-hmm. The kind of fantasy approach I'd like go off the chain. Mm-hmm. Thundar, although Thundar huh? is technically post-apocalyptic, blah blah blah. Sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. Except it's got magic. Which what about sci-fi magic? What, what, who? what about Beastmaster? Because I always thought of that as being in the crawl camp. Yeah, that's that's well, that is I don't like simply because it's so low quality. 
I mean, Beastmaster is a real low budget, you know, not trying very hard movie in my opinion. I remember when we first got cable, that was on all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I still manage to avoid seeing it. Yeah, every Ah, well, that's your geeky thing you haven't gotten around not to. Not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, you know, well, all of the, we talked about that. A-Tor and, and uh, Barbarian Queen where... How is Fire Lene, and Ice? That uh, one might go on my list of things I need to watch. What? Fire and Ice? Fire and Ice, the animated Fire one. and Ice, it's... The story is kind of, the plot is rather prosaic, and one of the characters is named Juliana, which I I just I hate that. It's like if <laughs> if you if your character can have the same name as name as a neighbor of mine, I'm really just <laughs> fucking not interested. You need to read some Warhammer, sir. <sighs> but no um, one there has a name that makes any sense. Good. That that sounds right there. But well, even even is, there, is I Juliana don't mind. the blonde next door? What is Juliana the blonde next door? What are you like no. creeping out your window and shit? Like yeah, really? <laughs> no, she came over to talk to he, me. He was sitting there painting Galactus, you know, just like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but no, she, she creeped at me. She popped over the wall and started asking me a question about the props I was building. Right? Oh, did she ask you about your partner? That's when before she realized we were partners. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's when she was disappointed when she saw me in the backyard pulling weeds, and she's like, "Oh, Andy's taken." Oh. That's how um, we all react. So anyway, <laughs> so yeah, you know, that major divergence of the fantasy thing. I just get crazy, you know? I That's why I was so disappointed John Carter didn't work. Yeah. There you go. Let's let's go bonkers. Conan could have been better. I mean, you know, the, the remake, right? Right. But uh, I like Momo, you know, as Conan. Yeah. I thought that he was good. Um, there are parts of... Son of uh, a Game of Thrones that I enjoy, like when they're in the the Eastern Continent. I really enjoy that version of Game of Thrones more than uh, when they're in Westeros or uh, like the uh, Sand Snakes kind of area. Yeah, the yeah, um, that area too. What? Wow, I'm forgetting all the names already. So it's been a while. Yeah. So you know, we still got a while. <laughs> yeah, but Westworld started. Yes, it has. I'm sure Jeff would have told you all about it if he was here. Because yeah. he, he was, last night, he was excited. He was, was going to watch it. I just painted. Oh, Told you. It's taking over. Sunday Night Widow. <laughs> you just don't give a <laughs> shit about. Uh. Universal is working on another cinema, cinematic adaptation of Doom. Oh, my God. News of the project first surfaced from actress-singer Nina Bergman, who posted on Twitter that she was starring in a remake, which would be shooting in Bulgaria. Uh, speaking to Variety, an NBC Universal spokesman confirmed that the film is being made by Universal 1440. That's the branch of the studio that deals with non-theatrical properties, so at least there's that. The last Doom movie was released in 2005 from Polish filmmaker Andrzej Bartkowiak and starred The Rock. <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that, Kirsten? How do you do that? Do you say it right? Yep. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, sure. Resident Pro- Polish. Profile the pole. Wait. Yeah, really? What, like, am I wearing white and red? Yeah. <laughs> do I have a big white eagle on, on my uh, uh, something? Right. <laughs> Are there screen doors on a submarine? Come on. <laughs> it made back $4 million less than its budget of $60 million. So Was it yeah. Urban, Carl. Yes, Urban. he was in that. Oh, poor the Rock guy. too. Yeah, I'm glad they moved Urban. on. Rock and Urban. So it sounds like a damn country group. Rock and Urban. Yeah. 
News you don't give a shit about. Deadpool 2 director David Leach is helming a movie based on Ubisoft's video game, The Division, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. The, the Division takes place in a future version of New York City where a smallpox pandemic recently ravaged the city. The game upon which the project will draw its plot is named Tom Clancy's The Division, in spite of the property not being based on any book written by the late author. However, uh, Holland and Chastain will most likely play agents of the game's titular government agency, the Strategic Homeland Division, or The Division for short. The group's M.O. is to help rebuild Manhattan, discover the source of the pandemic, and fight any crime waves created as a direct result of the outbreak. What's what's Tom Clancy's attack? The citizen grabbed his name? Ran yeah, his name? They, they paid for the name. Wow. That's, there's, there's that a whole, sucks. There's a whole series of video games. Mostly, aren't they mostly first-person shooters? Yeah, or uh, third person as well, but yeah. mostly yeah, military. Tom Clancy, you know, Rainbow, yeah, Rainbow Six. Six and, I have that one. Yeah, so Siege. He, you know, he put his name to it, and I, I played the Division and was thoroughly bored. It is a boring MMO, is what it is. But his grandkids are going to college. Yes, so that's that's the important All right. thing. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Now, Leach is also directing a Fast and Furious spinoff with Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel at Universal, which will shoot before The Division does. The director took over on The Division when Stephen Gagan left the project. Gagan is currently attached to The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle. So that's how that that Hollywood shit works. Weekend Geek! Yay! Shut up, Andy. I was afraid because he said he had a, like a whole bunch of pages of news. Then well, you forget that news is news you don't give a categories. shit about. But 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 we can geek doesn't have the word news in it. I was afraid it was gonna be like nine pages of news I didn't give a shit about. Oh. I would never do that to you. Yeah, Andy. No, it's not I like would. I would support him in such a decision. Frack, I just cloud over myself. And what they uh. said. <laughs> Steven Spielberg has become the first director to cross the ten billion dollar mark for his total international box office. Uh, that's more than $3 billion ahead of the next runner-up, Peter Jackson. Spielberg passed the landmark after Ready Player One grossed over $475 million since its debut last month. That's a bigger haul than anything the director has made in a decade since the fan disowned Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Crystal Skull brought in $786.6 million. Is a factor in Bollywood movies? There must be some Bollywood director that's directed like a zillion movies that... Have made money. Made money, yes, but ten billion dollars worldwide. I don't. Yeah. Bollywood doesn't have that kind of reach. All right. The latter film is Spielberg's second best performer after the global smash that was Jurassic Park, which made almost a billion dollars in its own right. So the new Hollywood filmmaker, known for his childlike enthusiasm and familial themes, has directed over thirty films. They're shooter, shooter. But Raptor scene in oh. Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were saying shooter. Like, like, shooter. But there's a shooter over Jim here. Jim Shooter. Oh, yeah, yes. Gatekeeper, step away. The third season of National Geographic's scripted anthology series Genius will take on the life of pioneering science fiction horror author Mary Shelley. Showrunner, executive producer, and writer Ken Biller. It's back from Star Trek days. Ken Biller was working on that. What, Voyager? I think 
Biller uh, was was uh, Voyager's. Did he play Neelix? No, he was one of the writers for Voyager. <laughs> get get out of here, Mister Neelix. <laughs> Yo, consider. Oh, <laughs> That wasn't Neelix. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> We'll continue his role overseeing the new season with executive producers Brian Grazer and Ron Howard. Mary Shelley authored the legendary novel Frankenstein or the Modern Prometheus while she was still a teenager. With Frankenstein, Shelley arguably invented the science fiction slash horror genre. She then went on to create what some consider the first post-apocalyptic novel, The Last Man. The first season of Genius, starring Jeffrey Rush as Albert Einstein, was National Geographic's best performing new series launch ever. Its second season, starring Antonio Banderas as Pablo Picasso, premieres Tuesday, April 24th. Hey, that's tomorrow at 9 p.m. Filming for the third season is expected to begin later this year with global premiere on National Geographic for the Mary Shelley season 2019. Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole. I I didn't understand it. Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole. Not to his face. No, not in New York. I don't wow, know. you actually got the next line in there. Oh, never mind. I'm, all right. I'm, not, I'm not getting it. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were Hep. Hemp? Hep. Oh. Hef. Hugh Hefner. Oh. oh. I'm definitely not Hugh Hefner. Oh, okay. I'm not that old. But don't worry. Andy will not explain it until we beg him to. I'm not going to ask. Ah-ha! What, what, I what was the term? What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> what was the term? It was uh, I can't even something remember. grenade or whatever. Okay, what are you referencing? Oh, wow! What did you do? He I was broke. joking. He no. totally broke. Oh. Wow. Don't. Just move along. Yeah, go on. No. Dinner. What are you talking Dinner. about? It's a song. Pablo Picasso is never called an asshole. It's on the Repo Man soundtrack. No, who sings it? Uh, I think it's um, Jonathan Richmond. On the Repo Man soundtrack. I don't think I've heard the Repo Man soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Apparently, it's got the Pablo Picasso song on yeah. it. Yeah. Some people got to pick up girls get called an asshole. This never happened to Pablo Picasso. Yeah, you should listen to it. It's good. Kind of reminds def- me of a Zappa bit. It, not to mention, that's got to be historically inaccurate. <laughs> mm, Picasso was a, yeah, so not a, a nice guy. So now I'm stopping an asshole because I was called an asshole many a time. Um, Mary no, Shelley's you? Other- <laughs> no. Mary Shelley's other book. I've never read that one of you. The Last Man? The no, last but I mean to get around to it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's over there on the shelf. It's over there. In, yeah, there it is right there. Okay. <laughs> Under L. What? For Last Man. Oh. You know, because it's alphabetized. Oh. It's, it's, it's not <laughs> Wow. It's not alphabetized. Kathy Yan, a successful former reporter for the Wall Street Journal who transitioned into directing short films and made her feature film directorial debut earlier this year with Dead Pigs which won a Sundance World Cinema Award in January, is Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment's choice for the project A Girl Gang Movie, quote-unquote, inspired by the DC comic series Birds of Prey. Wait, is A Girl Gang Movie the title of it, or is it like a working title? That's a, that's, it's kind of the descriptor title. Okay. There's no title of it. That's Girl Gang Movie, quote-unquote. Jan was competing with several more prominent male directors for the job, but impressed DC with an exceptional presentation on her take on the project. If the deal is finalized, Jan will become the first female Asian director to helm a superhero film, will join Wonder Woman's Patty Jenkins as only the second woman to direct a DC film's creature. Oh, sorry, feature. It must be an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Wow. 
I was about to say, this is a victory over misogyny. And then you said that. Ah, <laughs> hmm. oh, where did I leave off? <laughs> Creature. Now, there it is. Created in the mid-90s, the DC Comics team known as the Birds of Prey began as a team-up between Barbara Gordon, then operating as Oracle, now operating as Batgirl, and Dina Laurel Lance, that's Black Canary, and eventually grew to include heroes and anti-heroes like Huntress, Catwoman, Katana, and Harley Quinn, although often as an ally of the team rather than a member. In addition to starring in the film, Robbie will also produce it alongside her Itanya producing partner, Brian you, you, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uncleus. Uncleus. And Kroll and Company. Uncleus. Entertainment's Sue Kroll. Jan will be uh, will direct the film. <laughs> Entertainment's Sue Kroll? <laughs> what the hell is Entertainment's Sue Kroll? Entertainment's Sue Kroll. <laughs> her name is Kroll. Oh, Sue. Okay. Did, she have, did she have a glaive? It, it, it's, it's a fake sugar. <laughs> <laughs> was her, her movies are saccharine. <laughs> oh, you. Mm, I find them sweet. Yeah, you can't show them to rats. They die. Jan will direct the film from a script by Christina Hodgson, who wrote the upcoming Transformers spinoff Bumblebee. Production on the Birds of Prey film could begin as early as the end of the year which means it's likely the next Harley Quinn-related release we'll see from D.C. Other films starring or co-starring the character, including Gotham City Sirens, Harley Quinn vs. the Joker, and the Suicide Squad sequel from director David Ayer, all remain in development. So this one's getting pushed ahead of that. All right. Well, cool. That could be fun. Uh, yeah, and Birds of Prey was... Those were nice characters. That was some fun <sighs> stuff. I, I love the art in it. Because it was wonderfully subversive, because uh, the the artist, and I'm sure it was by design, had tons of chick crotch shots, tons. You know, the gratuitous, like they're crouching on a wall and their okay, knees yeah. are spread really wide, but Black Canary would be leaning forward with on her arm, and her arm would block her crotch. Or they would shade the crotch, it just, just, just the plain matte black. I thought you said shave. <laughs> shave. Yes, another triumph against misogyny. Man uh, hears what he wants to hear and he disregards rest. <laughs> okay. But it, it was so funny because at first I was just looking at it and I actually felt myself getting a little frustrated. I'm like, man, you can't ever see that. <gasps> I get it. <laughs> it was great. So it was, and good, and it was good quality art, and the stories were, the characters were just fun. Poison Ivy would come with was came in very quick actually and. She was really cool. So, boy, oh, boy, that'd be... I hope they do it. That'd be a fun movie. Well, it's looking that way. Vern Troyer. Yeah. Maybe we're getting your, your story and your Hopefully the story's your very awful short. joke. <laughs> we laugh because we cry. The actor best known for his roles as Mini-Me in the Austin Powers trilogy and the Gringotts Goblin Grip Hook in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone oh, passed away that. at the age of 49 weeks after he was hospitalized in Los Angeles. Born in Sturgis, Michigan, Troyer got his first big break in the entertainment industry in the early 90s as a stand-in for a nine-month-old baby in the 1994 movie Baby's Day Out. Wow. Yikes. Yeah, Baby's Day Out. Hey. I think that was a John Hughes joint, if my memory Probably was. serves. Because that was when we went to his Home Alone phase. Ugh. It's good work if you can get it. That's true. 
I think Chris Columbus directed it. I know way too much about Baby's Day Out. Wow. The comedy about a kidnapped baby who outsmarts a bunch of criminals. Sounds familiar. Mm. Given his stature of two feet eight inches, Troyer was often a stuntman, playing small children or animals in projects like Dunstan Checks In, Jingle All the Way, and Men in Black. And of course, Skywalker Rocket into the spotlight with 1999's Austin Powers sequel, The Spy Who Shagged Me. God, that was yeah, that was as the clone of Doctor Evil. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Troyer's final project, currently in post production, is called Hipsters, Gangsters, Aliens, and Geeks and follows a collection of unemployed actors who are drawn into an epic war between clowns and aliens. This sounds great. Oh, my oh, God! Wow. I was sold on the title, yeah. but it just got better and better. <laughs> and by every account I've heard, he was a he was a really nice guy, too. Yeah I, yeah, I met him at a Hollywood party once, and he was super, super nice. Yeah. Talking about his Hollywood parties. Yeah. I know. Yeah, well, oh, oh uh, I mentioned I was serving the Hollywood party. <laughs> You'll, you'll be happy to know that he your likes ba- rumple mints a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be happy to know your baby's day out knowledge is not as complete as you thought. Oh, thank God! Yeah. The, it was directed by Patrick Reed Johnson. I don't know who that is. I, nobody. Wow, does. that's, that's was it, was it but it was much? John Hughes produced. <sighs> God damn it! I didn't even want. I didn't even want fifty percent on that. Test. Oh, you got yeah. it. Starring Joe Mantegna. Tanya, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Lara, Lara Flynn when did Boyle. You make, when did you take my job? Joe Pantaleone. <laughs> Pantaleone. Wow. Oh, Joey Pants is in it? Yeah. Wow. So gotta start somewhere. It's the weird. dude was in Goonies. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also very, very good in Sopranos, Alice. So Ooh. you should really get around to watching Sopranos, just saying. They're all good in Sopranos. Yeah. I watched that one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Actually, one of the first TV sets I bought in my DVD collection. That first season of Sopranos. Oh, TV box set. Yeah. I thought you said TV set. I did say that. Wow, his first TV set when he watched Sopranos. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Johnson. I haven't had much. theme was amazing. Is an American filmmaker, special effects artist, and screenwriter, best known for his directorial work on such films as Space Invaders, Angus, Baby's Day Out, The Genesis Code, and 52577. I've heard of one of those. Baby's day out. Mm. You, as a creator, you do not want fact check Andy saying the sentence. I've heard of one of those. Yeah, because if he yes. says that, oh my god, yes. you are obscure. That's right. <laughs> if Andy hasn't heard of you, wow. Yes, and I am filling in for Jeff checking the facts or in the. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, fact check for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I fill in him later. Yeah, or make it up on the fly. He's the one who's always scanning through and reading it. You got to read it in monotone. Oh. Reading it. Reading it. I'm going to read it. <laughs> Terrible cartoon. Hasbro and Paramount have recruited filmmaker F. Gary Gray to direct a live-action movie based on its mask line of action figures that was originally produced in Kenner toy line in 1980s. Gray is coming off the success of The Fates of the Furious, the debut entry in the Fast of the Furious Empire, and the first movie he's ever made that grossed more than a billion dollars. His other films include uh, Straight Outta Compton and The Italian Job. Incrude. 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 Yeah. Incrude. I heard that. That was awesome. Supplies. <laughs> 
We got Asian Ta here today. What? Oh no! Oh, Joker in. Oh, why is a Canadian doing that? He's the weirdest Canadian. He is. He doesn't Canadian very well. Choice. I got kicked out. Yeah, he American. He Americanized real quick. Yeah, really. I was like my people. I need to remind you the the key to this puzzle is half time half the time in Florida. That's true. Florida man, right here. Mask stands for Mobile Armored Strike Command. Uh, led by Matt Tracker, Mask is a specialized task force whose main mission is to defeat the evil criminalization organization known as Venom. Stands for a Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. They worked really hard on these. Yeah. In its heyday, the toy line... Somebody wanted to make our acronym spell SHIELD. (laughs) Yes. In its heyday, the toy line also yielded an animated show, video games, and a DC comic series. What's strange about... This mask news is that it was only January. Sorry, sorry to jump in here. Why do I get the feeling that when they pitch these toys, like, haven't you heard of the comic book? Haven't you heard of the TV show? Oh, like, right. right. Bong. Bong. That's another one right there. <laughs> I will say, to this day, Mask had the best theme song ever. Really? Yes. That cartoon, I, I, there's no theme song from a cartoon that is above that in my book. Um, uh, X Men animated series. Uh, yes, I watched one episode of X Men. Yes, that's way better. That sounds like a gumshoe detective TV series. You are both wrong. Best, best animated theme ever. Yes, Johnny Quest. How's that go? I can't even do it. It's so freaking <laughs> cinematic. Bum, bum, it is pretty good. Mask had an actual goddamn song. It had lyrics. It doesn't have lyrics. That may be it why had, it's better. It had groove. It had meaning. Time, that, place, that's, that's Maurice. Greasy. Yeah. Masky. Thank you. Oh, masky. Grease mask. If you mask it, then you out there, mind. So the mask news. You're it. It was only January that Spider-Man Homecoming writers Jonathan Goldstein and Francis, uh, John Francis Daly, who were part of the writing team of this Hasbro Cinematic Universe, uh, they're now working on the Flash movie for DC, they suggested that Mask, the movie, was not happening. It was one of several Hasbro properties that had been in development as part of the shared universe that was going to probably get deep-sixed as a result of the last Transformers movies not doing blockbuster business and reorganization in the Paramount Executive Suites. Not Hasbro, has been. Ah. Oh. But since then, both a G.I. Joe reboot and a Micronauts movie has been slated for 2020. Has been. Has been. A Ready Player One scripter, Zach Penn, was tasked with writing a ROM Space Night movie, and Bumblebee is due out in December. Before he makes Mask. Well, I, your, your flight of is beautiful. Thank you. That was... It was much better than his cinematic well, cartoon. You know. Don't make me break out the uh, YouTube. You will, you will not break out the YouTube. <laughs> You're sitting in the chair. I Come am on. sitting in the chair. Uh, however, before he makes Mask, Gray is slated to direct a Men in Black reboot for Gray Sony. Is slated? Yeah, this, dude, F. Gary Gray, the yeah, director he, we've he, been talking he's about. He's Slate Gray. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, reboot for Sony featuring uh, we shouldn't Chris take Hemsworth Todd for and granted. Tessa Thompson. <sighs> After that, he's doing mask. <laughs> you guys are you guys are so smooth. So, ain't we dough? 
Woo! Watch out, girls. Oh, yeah, ladies. I noticed, by the way, speaking of smooth, you're sitting in Jeff's spot, so you're totally avoiding the Andy spread. This yeah. is true. And, 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 and plus, that, that spot is the Blarney well, Stone of Geek Shot. Like, Holy fuck, dude. Like, wow. You really did that. I was presenting. <laughs> and he's dilating. Gross. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Uh, this, oh, yeah. This, this, this next one's sad and weird. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Fair enough. Feel free to make your, your height jokes on this one. A report is claiming that Stan Lee's blood may have been used as a selling point for a small number of Marvel comic books at a Las Vegas store. Yeah. What? Yeah. Until the staff learned of the allegation and said they pulled the books from the store shelves. In a story reported by TMZ, you know, a line of comic books at the Marvel's Avengers Station store in Las Vegas was removed from retail after the staff learned that the items, which arrived at the store as apparently, quote, certified and obtained with authorization, unquote, according to the store's legal representative, were being marketed to buyers as bearing the, quote, hand-stamped signature of Stan Lee using Stan Lee's solvent DNA ink, unquote. The I- oh, so it wasn't that it was printed in blood. It was stamped with his blood. Yes. Ah, so I missed that part of so the story when I saw it. Right. The items appear to have been available for sale since at least early February. As one fan's message board posting from the time suggests, TMZ's report draws a possible connection between the appearance of the DNA Inc. comics and an earlier incident in which Lee's blood was allegedly taken by a nurse deceived into believing the blood draw was credibly authorized. The store's legal representation said the store received the comics via Hands of Respect LLC and DLK Brand Consulting LLC, and that the items, quote, appeared certified and obtained with authorization, unquote. In a lengthy feature at the Daily Beast last month surveying Lee's extensive troubles with allegedly unscrupulous business associates and others in his orbit, Hands of Respect is described as an, quote, Ernst Charity that had, that's what I said. And that had, according to published reports, received an unauthorized check for $300,000 written from Lee's business account without his knowledge, unquote. According to that report, one of Lee's self-described confidants said Lee had seen the check himself and had identified his signature on it as a forgery. According to the Nevada Secretary of State's office... DLK Brand Consulting is a Las Vegas registered company. Of course it is. Established in 2015. Launched in 2016, Lee's Hands of Respect is a self-described foundation. That Wait, se- Lee's Hands of Respect? Lee's Hands of Respect Ugh. is a foundation that sells $10 lapel pins, quote, to promote a culture of respect among all communities across the nation, unquote. Hands of Respect's website does not declare the entity to be operating as a nonprofit organization. Now, a new lawsuit alleges the ex-publicist of Lee's stole that blood in addition to a large sum of Lee's money. The lawsuit was filed last uh, a week ago Friday against Jerry Oliveras, an ex-publicist of Stan Lee, alleging Oliveras stole $1.4 million from Lee's bank accounts and used the money to purchase a West Hollywood condo. Uh, Oliveras is also accused of stealing Lee's blood in order to stamp it on comic books. 
Oliveras allegedly set up a fake charity called Hands of Respect in order to sell the Bloodstamp comics. According to Variety, the organization claims to have gained permission to use the blood in this manner, but the lawsuit states, quote, Lee never approved of the use of his blood as a merchandising item or for any use. Naturally, this compounded Lee's grief and angst and caused him tremendous emotional stress, unquote. Oliveras is also accused of stealing jewelry and more money from Lee through business scams. The Hollywood Reporter recently documented just how complicated Lee's affairs have gotten as the, leg the legend has aged after his the death of his wife, Joni, last year. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Nope, I'm not My making God. jokes about that. My goddamn God. <clears throat> yep. Ugh, bad. It's, it's a type of ageism. And it's weird. I mean, also, why go to all the trouble of, if you're going to do that, why actually get the blood? It's not like somebody's going to tear apart the I know, book and there, DNA There's so it. much behind it that's fake. Right. Why actually work hard to get the blood for real? <laughs> <laughs> you can just right. fake everything else. Uh, the precedent, I assume, kind of comes from the Kiss comic right. that Marvel did, where right. they, they, they it was they, a rumor, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was there this were, there were photos. Did they was, really uh, put in the, in the? In I the think ink? it's actually in the. It may actually be in the book itself. There may actually be pictures of them having their blood drawn in the book. I had it for a while. I gave it away to a friend who was a bigger Kiss fan than I right. was. So okay, so it, it's drawing on that story, obviously, mm -hmm. but. Um, not yeah. the uh, first appearance of uh, Kiss on him. Get around. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just so. go there. <laughs> I stopped myself. Get around. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> you so pillowed it. Wow. It, it, it's really. I tried. I tried I to pull the pillow hear, back just in I, time. I it did didn't hear work. it kind of threw things at Avengers Station into like calamity. Like it, it, to one point, there was a phone call. Uh, this is a, a, a rumored story I heard uh, where a reporter called Avenger Station. They don't really have a corporate line or an office line, so they ended up getting the retail counter, and they asked this one retail girl about it, and she thought she was being smart and conscientious, and she went, uh, dude, I have no comment. And he's like, oh, okay, so is it officially Avenger Station has no comment? And she's like, <laughs> and she hangs up the phone and she's like oh my god what the hell and so oh, like um, and and the the manager was like oh great now i have to call my lawyer and you know, stuff like that so oh, wow. allegedly it's, you know that's a rumored story sure for entertainment purposes but yeah it's it it, it, it things got a little wacky when when that story broke yeah yeah i heard about that when i was in florida it was like oh god Vegas, stop being so Vegas. <laughs> yeah, sadly. I mean, it really it really is not a Vegas story. And at the same time, you it just is. gotta roll your eyes and go, Yeah, that's that's pretty Vegas. Yeah. yeah. It it'll happen anywhere. Exploiting people like that. Yeah. We when we were doing the Oz characters at MGM, frequently in those days, you know, because of the Wizard of Oz connection, they would do various events signings and stuff like that and this this uh, little person named mickey don't remember his last name unfortunately friendly as hell guy he was one of the last surviving munchkins oh wow and so he would frequently show up that's right to i remember do, he would do that yeah and he'd show up for for meet and greets and pictures and signings he'd, he'd take pictures with us and stuff and hang out with us and i shit you not 
we, we somebody my man one of my managers told me she would actually hear people like yeah come on see me he's, he's the last munchkin from wizard of oz come get your picture you don't know how much longer he'll be around what <laughs> what are you kidding me these these people can be awful uh, uh. yep that was <laughs> mickey yeah. carroll yes oh empty okay. can no. just knock that over no. So, you know, no uh, that was words. the that was my my knocking over of success. That was the success <laughs> ping. Lisa wasn't the oh, only Andy would have a knocking over of success. <laughs> I stumble gracefully. No, you don't. <laughs> I stumble with panache. What do you do with you panache? can't argue with that one? Come uh, on. I, I got nothing. I got to <laughs> give you that one. I got to give you that one. Write to us. Comments at UglyCowShow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. Commander K. Fact Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. So we babbled enough to get you through like a page, right? Yeah, we I, we got through uh, two pages of news. Woohoo! Oh, boy. Sorry for all my digressions. No, yeah. that's what makes the show fun. Oh, okay. The, the, the news stories are the, to move us forward. Speaking of stumbling with panache. Oh, Uh-oh. boy. It's the, it was a couple weeks ago at the game night. It was really funny. Uh... We, uh, I think you, Andy like had arrived late or something, um, just just a little late, and came in, and we were getting ready to start playing and stuff. And Andy grabbed some food and a drink, and Paulette was sitting there drinking something while talking to Matt. And when she went to put down her drink, her coaster had a drink on it already, and she was just like, "God damn it, Andy!" And Andy's like. What? I needed a coaster. <laughs> it was empty when I took it. <laughs> it wasn't like she picked it up when I put the thing down. She'd been holding the cup for like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it's her fault. Now we get the rest of the story. 